Hello and welcome to Isopod, the isolation podcast, music courtesy of Sacred Lime as always. I'm Corey Erickson, joined by Jack as always, and our special co-host, first and first and only, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Charlie Kittredge. How are you doing today, Charlie? I'm doing great, Cor. How are you? Doing awesome. Glad to have you here. Jack, what's new? Glad to have our first special guest today and uh, wouldn't want it any other way with uh, uh, my former former housemate, Charlie Kittredge. Welcome to the, to the, to the show, my friend. Um, Thanks, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, baby. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, I have my first day off in, uh, in a while, so that's exciting. Um, and I uh, wouldn't want to spend my morning any, any other way, waking up, uh, waking up early to, to, to tune in so uh, the audience doesn't have to be. That's you know? right. It's Tuesday morning, June 25th. We'll probably be releasing this tomorrow, Wednesday. Um, oh, yeah. But we don't, we don't have a ton of music to, to talk about this week. No. It's a good thing we have Charlie to, you know, uh, ha- God. have something to talk about. Fill, fill the air a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ruffle some feathers. Um, let's get right into sure. our first uh, segment, Anything Growing on You. I, we really want to know what Charlie is listening to. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, so for about the past two months, I've pretty much only, other than like a few exceptions, I've pretty much exclusively been listening to Radiohead. That's right. Thanks to, thanks to Big Jack That's over here. That's right. Turn me on to turn me on to those guys and man, what a ride! What it's a been. music connoisseur! Oh yeah, love that. Oh man, Corey, what about you, dude? Dude, I've kind of really been coming around on Amine ever since uh, Pat Ooh. played Spice Girl in that limo on the way to the wedding. I can't get that song out of my head. I went back and revisited One Point Five and Good for You. And while there's there's some duds on those ones, uh, there are so many bangers that I just can't stop listening to. So uh, shout out Amin- Amine, Portland's finest. Uh, getting into like him that. a little bit late, but uh, better late than sorry, I guess. No, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's sweet. That's I actually had a friend that uh, that, that just told me that they they were uh, our boy uh, our boy Chris actually Big Chris Denunzio. Oh, I know Ooh, Big Chris. Chris. Just just. Yeah, yeah. He just told me that uh, that he really got into Amine. So uh, there you go. Amine's fun, a little nice. alternative hip hop sorta. Jack, how about yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, you got an answer. Um, well, I've been. I went back to Billie Eilish um, last week, and uh, I guess it just reconfirmed or whatever that it's a great album. I don't know. Uh, I knew it was good already, but. Went back to it. Love it. It's great. Nice. She's fun. She is fun. Yeah. <sighs> um, well, um, let's, uh, we've got a, just a little bit of news that, uh, that, that Charlie um, uh, sent uh, Corey and I yesterday. Uh, yes. Charlie, tell, me, tell us a little bit about, uh, about what, you, what you saw. Yes, so I saw um, an article. Um, Pink Floyd guitarist David Gilmore held an auction, uh, selling off a bunch of his old guitars, and man, he had a lot of guitars to sell because he uh, raised over twenty-three million dollars for a climate change charity, selling selling all his a bunch of his guitars. I don't know exactly how many he sold, but it was a lot. 
Um, That's crazy. One notable guitar that he sold was the uh, famous Black Strat, which he used to record Dark Side of the Moon. Wow. Um, that sold for $3.9 million alone, <laughs> which is just absurd. That's a lot of money. Absolutely ridiculous. That's a lot. So. That's some good news. Dang. Good for him. Yeah. Love to hear that. Good for him. That's great. Great news. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> well, should we move on to see or no? Jack, let's any do more it. News? Uh, three. That's the that's, that's the big big news that I heard. Beautiful. Com- coming from yours truly, Charlie Kittredge. That's right. <laughs> uh, moving on to see or no. Let's start with Bandana by Freddie Gibbs and Madlib. The follow up to Pinata. Jack, see or no? You intrigued? Uh. CSC very intrigued. I'm not. I wasn't huge on uh, some of the singles that have dropped, but the the latest one with uh, Cheeky Andy Anderson Pack, who I'm Giannis. actually seeing live this Saturday. That's insane. With Thundercat and Earl Sweatshirt. With Thundercat and Earl Sweatshirt. So I will have a, oh, a detailed uh, concert review for you guys next week. Um, but yeah, I'm intrigued. Uh, that was pretty much, Giannis was the only single that I really, really enjoyed. Everything else was kind of meh, so um, I'm intrigued. What about you, dude? I am also CC very intrigued. Uh, yeah, Pinata was awesome, so got to be excited for this one. How about you, Charlie? Anything on this? Um, well, if Giannis is going to be on it, then I'll probably check it out. I like that one from, there you go. <laughs> from last week. Nice. Fan. Uh, let's move on to... Oh, yeah. Let's Rock by the Black Keys, Charlie. See or no? Oh, definitely see. I cannot wait for this. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Black Keys. They're one of my top three bands, probably. Oh, that's high. Um, wow. Sweet. The Black Keys have not put out an album since 2014, which was Turn Blue. So it's been a while. Mm. Um, can't wait. Jack? Wow. CC very intrigued. I've enjoyed every single that they've dropped for this, and um, I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago that they're trying to go uh, very heavy um, uh, uh, rock influenced on this one. Where um, I mean, Charlie would know this. Their their past material has been um, they've been they've been more like alternative rock, um, and this one they're they're going for like a like a pure uh, just pure rock flavor. So. Uh, very intrigued about this one, but what about you for? Good flavor. Yeah, CC, I'm very intrigued. A few weeks ago, I think I had uh, the Black Keys as my um, something growing on me because of Charlie. Um, really like that Brothers album especially, so yes. thanks, dude. Digging that one. We'll be listening to that album in the You're next welcome. few days here. Um, lastly, what do we have lastly? Oh, that's right. We have Anima by Tom York. Jack, are you intrigued? I'm gonna say C intrigued uh, Tom York being the uh, the front man to that uh, uh, that Radiohead album Charlie was just mentioning. Um, big Tom York guy. His solo material has not impressed me thus far, but I am holding out hope for this one. The cover art, you know, you know, I'm a sucker for cover art. This one is uh, is pretty dope. So uh, I'm intrigued. What about you, Charlie? Um. I'll say C. Yeah, I haven't been impressed with Tom York's solo stuff 
um, so far. I haven't listened to a ton of it, though, but just from what I've heard, it hasn't been the best. Sure. Um, but if the album is as good as the cover art, then then I'll listen to oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All into that What cover about you, Corey? Corey? I'm not intrigued. I don't think I'm quite as into Radiohead as you two. There's a couple albums I enjoy, but... Yeah, I'm I'm not quite there yet. I haven't re- reached that uh, musical maturity yet, so uh, I'm gonna say no on this You'll one. Get there. I, I haven't That's listened fair. to much of his solo stuff, but I'll, I'll check it out this week. Let you know what I think. Alright. Okay. Great. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move right into our albums of the week, starting with "Help a Stranger" by the. Rock on Tours, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Jack White's band, Charlie, what you got Rock on this? Yeah, so you guys had this one on CONO last week, and you both said you were not intrigued by it. And that, frankly, uh, offended me a little bit because I got into the Rock on Tours uh, last fall, and I was a huge fan right from the get-go. Love their other two albums. They're fantastic. But let me just say that this album was 11 years in the making. They hadn't come out. Their last album came out in 2008. So for an an album 11 years in the making, I kind of expected more. And I was a little bit disappointed by this album. Mm. Um, No song, none of the, none of the songs really stood out. To me, all that much, they all kind of blend together. Like, none of them are really bad, but none of them really blew me away either. Um, I felt like Jack White doesn't really make a huge impact, except maybe on some days I don't feel like trying. Um, He's got a wicked guitar solo on that song. As he does sometimes. Um, Yeah. Uh, They're a really talented group, but I really think they're capable of more. Um, If you listen to their last album from 2008 consulars of the lonely that'll be really apparent um and i think one of the big weaknesses at least for me for this album it's one of my big pet peeves is when a band releases like eight singles from an album before the album comes out it's like are you why don't you just release half an album at one point and then half an album at another point it's just kind of weird to me and i mean to me it kind of just takes away any of the yeah any it takes away any of the consistency and kind of flow that would be there because you're going through the album and then a song comes on that you've already heard and you're like, oh, I know this and just kind of takes away from it a little oh, bit. Yeah. So, yeah, I was disappointed, but I mean, it's not terrible. So, yeah. Hmm. I ended up liking it a lot yeah. more than I thought I, I would. Um, there was like three, four songs that I was willing to put on the playlist and then like I looked at them and they were singles that they had put out months ago. And so, first off, shows you that I just haven't been paying attention and probably would have said, see if I had heard all the singles, because those were the ones I liked. Um, but yeah, overall, I, th- I thought it was solid. I'll, I'll have to go back to that. What was that album you said before? Um, Illusions of something? Counselors uh, of the Lonely. Not close. <laughs> Counselors of the Lonely. Beautiful. I'll check that one out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right. Jack, good you got stuff. anything? Should we move on? <laughs> Let's move on to Late Night Feelings by Mark uh, you guys, you, This is Jack's, yeah, you guys or sorry, it. Charlie's second album. 
Yeah. So this album was okay. Um, Mark Ronson, I really, the only other song that I've heard from him is Uptown Funk, which I'm sure is the case for everyone most, else. <laughs> most humans on earth. Um, but I ended up liking it more than I expected. I mean, it's pretty generic kind of electro pop, but he blends a lot of other genres in there. Um, uh, it's not really breaking any new ground or doing anything revolutionary, but it's still really well executed. And I mean, all the songs are at least, I mean, they're pretty good. Um, I did like the second half of the album more than the first. Um, I agree. So I agree yeah, that. that's about what I got. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. The second half is, is a little stronger than the first, for sure. Um, do you, did you, Charlie, did you like the, um, that, uh, that track with Miley Cyrus at all? The, oh, um, don't go, uh, don't go breaking a heart or something like that. Yeah, it's something like that. Something about broken Break, hearts. Broken hearts, whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, I did. Yeah, I liked that one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just curious. That seemed to, that seemed to be the most popular one, probably just because it was, uh, featuring Miley, but um, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of it. I don't know, but yeah, second half, second half stronger. It's it's mostly just generic pop, like you said. So, um, whatever. I did enjoy the. We'll we'll get to your track from this one, but I did enjoy that uh, uh, that track that you threw on the playlist for this week. Um, mm-hmm. Let's move on to uh, Lords of Flatbush Three by the Underachievers. Corey, which you got on this? So this is actually a mixtape from the Underachievers, um, the East Coast duo, fresh off their um, their their part on that collaboration uh, album with Beast Coast, um, which we talked about just a few weeks ago. This uh, mixtape is full of East Coast muddy slappers, aka the Savior and Issa Gold, show off their rapping prowess. Um, this one is short, kind of rem. rem- Kind of, kind of re- reminiscent of that old underachievers um, sound, but it doesn't really touch indigoism or renaissance for me, so I'd suggest checking those out first. Um, this one was pretty underwhelming for me. Uh, not their best work, in my opinion. I agree with that. I like renaissance a lot more, for sure. Um, uh, next up, we have uh, the oh. debut... EP of uh, by uh, a viral sensation Lil Nas X, known for, of course, that Old Town Road single that everyone has been knows number by one now. for at least ten years now, <laughs> and is uh, number one in all elementary schools around the world. So there you go. That's right. What did you uh, think of this one, Jack? This uh, EP, I am. Um, I don't really know what to make of it, to be honest. It, I don't, I don't like it, but I think it's just because it's so all over the place. Like it, the the tracks they don't really seem to follow one specific genre, so I don't really know what to call Lil Nas X anymore. Like, is he a rapper? Is he a country artist? Is he uh, like alt rock? Like, I have no idea. He throws in kind of all of all of those genres in here, so I really don't know. Um, I kind of hate him for this though because uh, th- that Panini single, I think is really a bad song, but unfortunately it's really catchy, so I can't get that stupid song out of my head. <laughs> um, but what you got? Anyway, what you got on the party? The, those are my thoughts. 
didn't like it. I was ready to hate it because I was like, like four songs in. I was like, oh my god, this sucks. And now we get a Cardi B single or Cardi B feature. And then it was kind of the best best song on the EP, in my opinion. He kind of did like his country, like Old Town Road, like sounding voice, which I think like actually kind of works. And then Cardi B kind of spat. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, Cardi. I thought Cardi B's verse was good. I just didn't. I didn't like the 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 production on it. I didn't think was was good at all. I thought it was just. Uh, yeah, I thought it was overproduced. Yeah. Um, Fair enough, but it, it wasn't a great EP. Let's move uh, on to uh, what's this? The seventh <laughs> Gucci Mane album of the month? No, I'm kidding. I don't even think we've done one yet. Oh. <laughs> He he releases a lot of music. This is Delusions of Grandeur. I'm pretty sure that was that was a title of a Lil B mixtape, but I, I I regress. Go ahead, Jack. Um. Yeah, you kind of touched on. Uh, I don't have much to say on this one. Um, Gucci Mane. I I doubt this will be the last we hear of him in 2019. Uh, no chance. He unfortunately Gucci has kind of uh put himself in a corner where he is just throwing really anything that he makes uh at a wall and just hoping one one or two songs stick uh i mean it's it's pretty it's like it's generic hip-hop that uh i i didn't didn't enjoy too much we do get a pretty solid uh classic Lil uzi vert verse on potential which i did enjoy um but i i I don't know there there's nothing there's nothing special about this um yeah i don't know i hopefully gucci one of these days will take his time with uh with an album and not just wait a few weeks or months before releasing his next album we'll see yeah with that let's move on to our playlist charlie has the first song it is spinning off that mark ronson album featuring ilsey i don't know i love you so much what is it ilsey i isley isley (laughs) ilsey I don't know how the heck to pronounce the her name, but um, yeah, this is the closing track on that album. Um, it's slow, kind of ambient, atmospheric, but um, the use of the voice distortion and auto-tune, I think, are really, really tasteful. Um, it's just kind of a nice, chill track to close out the album, and I didn't realize this until this morning when I listened to this album again, but it ties perfectly in with the opening track the intro in the same kind of lyrics and themes and melodies and so i think that's a really nice touch as well so yeah it's a fun one nice my pick for the week i only have one it is titled the second most beautiful in the world uh by snail mail this is actually a cover of a 1990 courtney love track I guess it's a cover that Snail Mail has been doing live for a while, but just got released on streaming services. Um, this track has this constant driving guitar in the background as Lindsay sings about fleeting romance in a beautiful indie rock sound. I just think her voice is perfect for that sound. It's youthful, but utterly hopeless, and and I just love it. Yep. Um, so really enjoyed this track i've been loving everything snail mail has done in the last year or two so um excited for her upcoming music mm-hmm. i believe she's releasing some music coming shortly so excited for that next we have another charlie pick thoughts and prayers off that rock on tours album 
Yeah. So Corey, like you were saying, I had a few songs that I thought I wanted to, I wanted to include from this album on the playlist, but again, most of them were singles that had already been released. Um, so it was tough for me to find one that kind of stood out enough to put on here that was actually new. Um, this one, though, I think stands out the most out of any of them. Yeah, this is what um, I was going to pick. It's a very different kind of, yeah, it's a very different um, kind of theme from the rest of the album. It's slower, more acoustic um, with the guitars and mandolins and strings in there. And, I mean, just the sound of it, it's just beautiful. Um, it builds into an awesome crescendo with the strings right at the end, and it's it's a it's a good one. If you were to tell me this song was written by Led Zeppelin, but they never recorded it, I would believe you. <laughs> that's wow. true. I feel that. <laughs> that. That's awesome. Let's get to Jack's one and only pick from this week's playlist, Addiction by Big Crit featuring Lil Wayne and Saweetie. Saweetie. Yes, sir. Big Crit getting that Lil Wayne feature on his upcoming album. Um, really enjoyed this one. It's more of a, uh, if uh, the Crit Here track that we had last week was upbeat, uh, this one is uh, kind of slower, relaxed tempo, um, talking about crits. Um, or actually, uh, all, the, all the artists on here, um, their addictions to whatever it may be, women, um, drugs, um, uh, just touching on touching on all these all these different aspects of addiction um, and uh, yeah this is just uh, another another teaser to to a, an album that uh, uh, is shaping up to be um, another another great one from from big crit following up with that uh, uh, from that forever is a long time that's right uh, album that he released in 2017 so uh, looking forward to to the new one here, been with it. Um, been with it. Rounding it off, Charlie, another pick. This is just the Charlie takeover today with Oh God Damn by What's So Not and Diablo. Hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> yeah, Diablo. you're pretty close. It's Oh God Damn. Oh, good. And yeah, Diablo. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, this was a song. This song's really fun. It's a... Um, a bit harder of an electronic song um, with a lot of very fun experimental sounds. Um, pretty typical of What's So Not if you've listened to his work before. Um, there's lots of different kind of melodies and different sounds that are thrown around on this track, but they blend surprisingly well together. And while it is chaotic and a little bit disjointed, it's still mixed very well. And I just can't help but bounce around when the drum track drops on the you know, the main kind of chorus. I guess you can call it a chorus, even though there's no real words. But, yeah, it's a fun one. Very nice. Dope. Well, that rounds out our playlist for this week. We have a special segment of Perfect Playlists at Charlie's request. Who wants to start it off? We don't know any of our tracks. I'll start. Jack's going first. What do you got? I don't... Yeah, nobody knows anyone's tracks today, but I am going to start it off with um, all these things that I've done by the Killers. Wow! Off of their debut album, Hot Fuss. Nice. Um, sure, I could have gone with Mr. Brightside. We all know that track. No one loved that track. Um, these boys would know that because uh, we 
definitely tore it up on the dance floor at the wedding last week with that song, but I digress. Um, this song in particular, I, I think is, is, is the killers, um, just peak, uh, in their career. It's, it's a song about, uh, becoming the person you were meant to be and just so many incredible quotables on here. Um, I'll just name off a few. And when there's nowhere else to run, is there room for one more son? Uh, just kind of talking about being backed in the corner and seeing um, just how how God plays a role in his life. Um, and then another one here, I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. That's kind of the, the bridge that uh, Brandon Flowers has at the end, end of this song. Uh, talking about having having passion for his craft, but... Um, but wants to go about it in a way that that hasn't been done before. So wanting to be uh, unique, standing out from the crowd, um, just uh, just phenomenal. And there's I, I was I was reading about that um, uh, that verse, and there were fans that were talking about how um, uh, there could be another meaning to it, where uh, Brandon Flowers is uh, from the Church of Latter Day Saints, and so uh, the Mormon Church, and uh, talking about how like he has the the soul for the church, but he doesn't want to like go door to door knocking on doors and like being the soldier that, 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 uh, that the other, the other kids were called to. Um, so that was another, that, that was another take on it. I don't know. I, That's interesting. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not too sure, but anyway, just an iconic verse. Um, yeah. And just the, the, the buildup to, to the end is, is, just so epic. Um, this song feels fr- it feels more fresh every time I listen to it. So, um, a, p- a perfect song. Um, a perfect song. I'll go second. Yeah. Let let Charlie finish it out. Uh, I went with a Jimi Hendrix, uh, Bob Dylan cover last time with "All Along the Watchtower." This time I'm going with a Bob Dylan original. Um, the opening track to his best album, yes, that's correct, Blood on the Tracks, I'm doing Tangled Up in Blue. Um, that's right. One of the most detailed, oh. image-provoking stories Ooh. ever written in the form of a song. Um, seven verses narrating relationships from first and third person, from the past, present, and future. Um, includes many re- references to his wife and how their relationship fell apart. I think he, he kind of gets complaints about his voice. Um, you either love it or hate it. Um, I'm sort of in between. I love Bob Dylan, but I, I think his voice sounds absolutely amazing um, on this, evoking such vivid imagery. Um, I had a summer in Alaska. I think it was right after my freshman year of high school or sophomore year, and my dad had this Blood on the Tracks cassette, and I memorized all seven verses that summer. Um and it's a long one. It's a marathon, but uh, I absolutely love this song, uh, "Tangled Up in Blue." It's a perfect song. No debate. Tangled up in blue. That's right. Ends love every verse with that. Tangled nice up pick. in blue. Early one morning. Anyways, mm. Bob Dylan, one of the greatest ever. Nice. I just like to know. I know that song from Rock Band too. And Jack knows how much I love Rock Band too. Oh, big and, big Rock Band fans. I think I remember oh, yeah. playing that. Let me just say that song is not very fun to play on Rock Band just because of how <laughs> long it is and repetitive. But yeah, I mean, it's still amazing. There's not a lot of like exper- or not even just like changes in the guitar. It's just kind of a strumming pattern the whole time. 
um, which is great because it's about yeah, the story. Exactly. But yeah, not not the best role. I think I made you play it once on Rock Band, just because I loved it so much. And yeah, it, it, Jimmy didn't like it. I don't think. Anyways, let's move on. Charlie, what's your perfect <laughs> playlist song? Yes, my song is "Nude" by Radiohead. Oh yes, Charlie. Off of their 2007 album in rainbows oh, man. so again big shout out to jack for putting daydreaming on the perfect playlist a couple of months ago because that's what really first got me into radiohead and i've been listening non-stop since then um so nude is the third track from that 2007 release in rainbows which radiohead initially released as a pay what you want format offering it direct from their website you could just download it directly pay whatever you wanted for it Whoa. this was the first time a major act had released an album with this format and it definitely made waves in the industry hmm. um nude is a pod- positively gorgeous track with each instrument combining seamlessly and providing structure and harmony it opens with eerie distorted vocals and layered strings guided by philip Selway's meticulous drumming Um, As those strings die, Colin Greenwood's bass comes in to give the track some character as uh, lead singer Tom York floats in with his haunting falsetto. As it develops, these elements, along with Johnny Greenwood and Ed O'Brien's guitars, layer on one another and build with the steady reintroduction of the strings. Each musician flows beautifully through the track as they carry each other to the end. So it's just simply gorgeous. if you haven't listened to Radiohead before, I absolutely recommend it. And In Rainbows is an awesome place to start. I think it's a really it's a really accessible album as far as Radiohead albums go. Agreed. And just it's it's the album flows really well and um, each I can't think of a bad track on it. So You're really uh, good Radiohead at this. Dude. Is really, yeah. You, Thanks, you wanna man. take over for me for the rest of the season? Maybe Jack? <laughs> Charlie, that was a, that was that was fantastic. I love I love how you talked about how Tom York just floats in there. That's exactly how it sounds. That's awesome. Love that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just great. Yeah, good stuff, man. Well, let's round it up. Thank you so much, Charlie, for joining us. We'll have to have you again. Um, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks for having uh, me, guys. We'll be back Absolutely. next week with our thoughts on Freddie Gibbs. Really excited about that, along with. Tom York and whatever the other one was. Uh, uh, that'd be the Black, Black Keys, Keys, Corey. Uh, sorry, I apologize. <laughs> how, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Um, but that's all we got, folks. Thanks for tuning in.